What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the newest edition of Wild Talk Podcast. We're bringing it back. Uh, I am your host, Wild Bell TV, joined by my new co-host, ZooTube71 uh, on Twitch, ZooTube94 on Twitter. So that's why we have the ZooTube94 in the title. I know a lot of you guys know him as ZooTube71 in the channel. But uh, <clears throat> Zoo, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty great. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. I just want to thank you very much for uh, for joining me today. I know we've kind of talked about this for for a while now, trying to bring the podcast yeah. back. Um, so for those who already have you know been a follower of the channel for a very long time you know that this is our not our first one right i said this is our first episode but this uh this podcast kind of was um being run i, don't know, I would say like maybe two years ago it wasn't zooing myself it was actually uh a, a guy by daniel from challenger mode i'm sure a lot of you remember daniel in challenge mode and back then uh we were really talking about the kind of the state of PUBG esports we were talking a little bit about uh, Black Ops 4, that's when that game first came out. We talked a little bit about CSGO. He would hit on, you know, like uh, League of Legends, I believe, or maybe it was Dota. I can't remember exactly. Um, but we had four episodes for that podcast back when we ran this then. We've decided to revitalize it. As you can see, I don't have Daniel next to me. I have the beautiful ZooTube. Um, <clears throat> but we are going to try to revitalize this, uh, this podcast and try to bring it to you once a week. Right now, it is currently uh, Monday, so we might do these every Monday. Uh, we're just kind of testing out the schedules right now, testing out the day, see what works best. So, as of right now, we are going to try doing these on Mondays. So, Zoo, are you ready to dive into the topics of today? Yes, sir. Let's go right in. All right. Do we want to tell everybody kind of what we're going to be talking about today, hit all the high-level overviews, or do you just want to just dive right into the first one and then just continue on like that? Uh, we can just go di uh, one by one. One by one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, our first topic of the day, um, and I'll just start by saying this, Zoo actually came up with all these topic ideas for today. So these are, and they're great topic ideas as well. They're not bad by any means. Um, so I, I want to start it off by saying they're not bad. They're great topic ideas. Uh, but our first topic of the day, are remaster or remakes the future of gaming? Zoo, I'll kind of let you talk on this one first. So, we've been having a bunch of these come out recently. The most uh, recent one that was very successful was Resident Evil 2 mm -hmm. Remake. That came out uh, back in 2019, which was originally came out in 1998, and it was still great back then. It was. And it won Game of the Year last year, which is insane for it to <clears throat> remaster the same game, but wiped away everything that the old one had except for the great story the mm -hmm. horror everything about it and just brought it back so strong that it just beat everything out that year out of the water it was insane yeah that is pretty crazy that uh a remaster or right a, that's a remaster right i mean i, I don't know what's the Wait, definition no, yeah, remake is it a remake? a remake okay so yeah is the remaster and you might have to correct me on this. Is a remaster when they leave it like on not necessarily the same engine, but really just kind of touch up the graphics. But a remake is like basically a whole new port over. Like they're they're redoing all the coding. They're like redoing the controls and everything yep. on top of that. From the ground up. Okay. Absolutely nothing to start off with. Okay. And remasters are just kind of touching up little things, maybe adding things. Okay. So yeah, that is pretty impressive that it won game of the year. I knew it did well. I didn't know that it actually won game of the year, which is actually pretty solid uh especially for a remake that was what it came out in 1998 you said 
1998. So 20 years old, 21 years old, right? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty crazy to uh, to come in and, and win the remake, or I mean, uh, Game of the Year on a remake. Um, yeah, it went up against a bunch of great competitors like say, Hero. There was a lot of good games out that potentially could have had that title, and it's, it's surprising that it went to a remake. Um, yeah. But I actually did a little bit of research into the topic as well. And, you know, I'm more of like an FPS, you know, first-person shooter kind of guy. You know, I love my BRs. Yeah. Uh, the game that I play the most right now is definitely uh, Warzone. So I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And so that was the game that I decided to look into whenever we were discussing this topic and whenever we thought about this idea, right? Um, so I did a little bit of research. The first Modern Warfare, the original one, came, back out, or came out in 2007. And back then, it only sold... 7 million units, which, and that's across all the consoles, right? It was on uh, Xbox, it was on PlayStation, it was even on uh, Wii U, but it was called like Call of Wide? Yes. Or... Well, that, no, that's here in, that's here in NA. Uh, it just, NA? Yeah, okay. NA. Uh, 7 million, which is a decent amount, right? And I'm surprised it was even on Wii U. I had no idea that it was on Wii U, but it was called like yeah. Modern well, Warfare, like Reflex or something, but it, it's supposedly <laughs> still considered the, the same title, right? Interesting. Fast forward to 2019, whenever you have Call of Duty Modern Warfare coming out again, which is not necessarily, it's not a remaster, and it is a remake in terms of they remade the entire story. It's not the same storyline, so I don't know if you consider this an actual remake, how we're comparing, you know, Resident Evil, considering it kept the storyline, but then, you know, everything else. So this obviously was a different storyline, uh, but kept the same name, and this one did much better. <laughs> They did, this is, this is NA numbers, I believe. If I read this article correctly, 30 million units in the first year. And just first in the, year. in the first quarter. Now, this is where gaming has changed from back in 2007 to now. We have microtransactions, which is a very hot topic for a lot of people. People don't like them. They don't think they should be in, in games. Uh, a lot of, you know, developers and everything were being hit with, with lawsuits because they made their microtransactions kind of like in a gambling style, right? You know, yep. let's look at CSGO and all your loot crates and FIFA has their FIFA packs or whatever they're called. But anyway, in the first quarter of... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, 2019's life cycle, it made $794 million in microtransactions in the first quarter, which is just a wild number, like just insane number that we went from 7 million units in 2007 to 30 million in the first year, which that, you know, 7 million was the first year as well, 2007 to 30 million. But then that almost $800 million in the first quarter alone in microtransactions. And for those who don't know, a microtransaction would be purely just skin based items, right? You know, uh, yeah. new skins for your weapon, for your character, for your vehicles. Um, really just, just kind of that nothing. Typically games don't have like, you pay to win materials, right? There are games that do have it where you can buy OP weapons and things are going to be overpowered and, and give you a one up. I don't believe there are really anything like that in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. If there has, I really haven't seen it. Maybe you could consider the, like, um, battle pass guns. I was just going to say you could consider the battle yeah. pass weapons that come out. Typically, when those things come out, they kind of are OP, but they do get tweaked to a certain extent. Uh, some of them still pretty viable in today's, you know today's day and we're on season six and there's some weapons from i think the growl came out in season either two or three and it's not the main weapon anymore yeah, but really. you will find a ton of people still running that in warzone specifically um 
and it's still very, very viable. So, but yeah, I, I thought that number was astonishing to hear that they sold that many units and almost $800 million in the first quarter. That's not through the year. If this article at Forbes got it correct, because that's where I got the information was from Forbes. But yeah, $800 million in the first quarter on microtransactions alone. So you could say that, you know, Activision and, and all these game publishers are definitely going to be looking more towards, you know, remakes and remasters, especially with the success of Resident Evil. And there have been a ton of, a ton of other games who have gotten their remakes and remasters um, and are doing also very very well you know i don't know about yeah. 800 million dollars in the first quarter well <laughs> but doing very very well yeah yeah <clears throat> um another recent one that came out last year was um link's awakening yeah and that was <clears throat> that was that was pretty big for nintendo honestly just yeah because they really hadn't touched much of zelda like the older stuff for i can't remember what the last title was except for breath of the wild which was so, a great game by the way oh great game still haven't beat it the, I, I understand the year. but it's a, an amazing game loving the, the that's the whole reason i bought a switch was to play that game and i've been you know playing it but i come back to my fps's all the time yeah, I've put like 100 hours into that game. It's like it's a great game, and it looks beautiful. I know a lot of people, and I'm I'm kind of getting sidetracked right now, so I apologize. But it looks oh, amazing. Dude. I know a lot of people when I was researching if I wanted to buy a Switch, if you know it was something that I would actually use. I was trying to do a ton of research on it, and a lot of people gave the the graphic side of things on the Switch. You know, that was like a a, a typical con or a negative for people when they're doing their pros and cons list, um, and. I think it looks completely fine. I mean, obviously, it's not like a 4K resolution game. Like, yeah. it's a handheld, you know, device that you take with you. Yes, you can put it on your TV and everything, but I think the game looks amazing to be played handheld or on your monitor, on your TV, whatever. I think it looks great. So I don't know if there's anybody in now, today's day and age, still wondering if they should buy a Switch, but that shouldn't be an issue is graphic-wise. Like, you have to know what you're buying. You're not buying a 4K monitor. You're buying a Switch. Yep. And again, I digress. I know I kind of took that off track. You can go ahead and <laughs> get back on your topic. I apologize. So, it, it kind of goes crazy in some uh, franchises with with their remaster and remakes, because in 2005, we had a game called The Shadows of the Colossus okay. on the PS2 come out. Then, in 2011, we had it remastered for the PS3, and then in 2018, we had a remake of the same game on PS4. Okay. So... So it's kind of weird, like, if you're saying they're being lazy or you're just trying to introduce the same great game that mm -hmm. everybody loved, I still need to play it. So I have no clue how great it is yeah. or if it's really worth the two um, upgrades that I got. But you got to kind of think what's going on in those devs head when they keep remaking and remastering the same game so that brings up publishing anything else that brings up a good point i mean one it does kind of seem like a, a money grabbing sense right especially if it's just a remaster where they're just touching things up opposed to like you know as we discussed in the beginning of the podcast the remake is going to be kind of the ground up which they might be putting the time in for that um but with that would you consider and I know this is like what everybody is on everyone's mind. Every time something, a new system comes out, a new anything comes out, uh, is Skyrim going to be available 
for this new thing. Is is that the Skyrim of like right now? Like, have they been taking this? I don't know if you want to call it a remaster or remake because it's not really either of those. I mean, potentially a remaster if they touch up the graphics here and there for a newer console, right? But not necessarily a remaster or a remake. But is that kind of what you know Bethesda is doing with 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 Skyrim, putting it on literally every single device that you can play? Yeah, because it, it's like. They're reselling it at the same price, uh -huh. and they in Skyrim they only did one touch up, and they put it out on everything, even um Alexa. I did not know that. <laughs> you didn't know that. You can play it on your Amazon device. I can't say the name because she's sitting right here, so she'll start listening <laughs> if I say her name. But yes. you can play it on an Amazon device. Yeah, I believe it was at E3 a couple years ago. They made like a parody of. Skyrim's on everything. Etsy sketch on your um, <laughs> on your on your water on your uh, refrigerator. On your Samsung and fridge, it... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they introduced the Alexa app. Oh gosh. And everybody thought it was a joke, and then that same night it was downloadable. Yeah, well, I was... I know what I'm downloading tonight. Uh, how, well, like, like even on the Echo, like it doesn't have a screen. Do I just give voice? I don't know. We'll I'll see tonight how this works. Yeah, because... I, think, I think it just like gives you a scenario and asks you what you want to do. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, like I think we're taking it too far. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what we're going to see in terms of like the upcoming PS5 and, you know, the Xbox series, you know, X and S, I believe is the other one. Um, yeah. I know there's probably going to still be, I know they've already had like their, their, their showcases, right? Yep. And I haven't seen these things. I'm not very big into the console world as much anymore. But have they announced Skyrim for those? I'm assuming it's coming to both of those consoles. They've announced a port. A port. Of okay. Skyrim of course. Both. Of course. So there's no, there's no graphic updates like GTA is doing. Right. They're gonna enhance that for the new consoles. Um. Do you know when Skyrim was released? Just curious. Us. Skyrim. Because I, I, I should have looked this up. I don't know. But, I mean, this seems like, at this point, they're just, you know, not beating a dead horse, right? That's not the exact expression I want to use, but it's the first one that comes to mind. Like, Ooh. when? Late 2011. Wow. That is... And it's still a relevant game. Let me see when they remastered it. That is wild. You remaster? No. No. <laughs> it brought up the DLC for it and told me it was 2012. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's not telling me. Let me see well, regardless, you can keep looking for it, but regardless. So 2011, and this game is still being announced and saying this going to be brought out on the newest gen consoles that are releasing this year in 2020. Which is just insane that they won't let it go. Are they planning on and so one one comment that I was gonna make is they're putting this thing on every single device that you can that you can possibly own, so everybody has a chance to play it. I've never yep, played it. <laughs> I've never played it. I've played the first ten minutes, and uh, I played it on a friend's account. Like I don't I don't even know if I own it. I I have a ton of Steam games. I might have it, um, but it just never was something that seemed like to really catch my eye and now that it's just continuously getting older but i did hear that the mod community is amazing for skyrim and you can basically make the game look brand new at least on pc i don't know about xbox and stuff i know xbox does have mod yeah, support I, I, um 
but I don't know the extent of their mod support. I know on PC, and you can do everything on PC, right? But I know on PC you can make the game supposedly look enhanced for, you know, graphics for today's day and age. Yeah, so the special edition was <clears throat> released in 2016. Okay. So, four years back. So that's the one that's being the ported upgrade. to the newer consoles, right? Is the is yes. the 2016 version, obviously. Uh, I mean... not touching any of it up. They're just <laughs> porting it. If it was good go. enough in 2016, it's good enough for us now. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess if it's your bread and butter, you don't move away from it. But I feel like it's kind of time or maybe, you know, it should be time to start moving to something else. I mean, I know they've worked on, they being Bethesda, have worked on a ton of other games, right? They still do the Fallout series, correct? So it's yeah. not like they're not doing anything, right? It's not like they're just focusing on, hey, let's bring this to, you know, your toaster oven next like they're actually working on other things um and i know you're kind of a a, a fan of them is there anything big coming out because i know one of our topics is you know upcoming games and we can yeah we can skip to that topic now if you want or we can we can backtrack and stay on uh, I mean, on could. the list it's up to you because i kind of brought it up so is there any games that you know that are coming out from them that you're excited about Excited? Because it, it, <laughs> they're working on um, the new Skyrim, or not Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls, which is the same series mm, yeah. as Skyrim. But there's rumors that it's going to take like 10 years for it to come out. 10 years? Like 10 years like from like today, 10 years? Or like is this maybe like a year yeah. or two years into production? <laughs> 10 years from today, 10 years. Wow, yeah. okay. Because they, cause they showed a small like little teaser of like just some land. Yeah. And then it said... Elder Scrolls 6, I believe. Okay. And they didn't say anything else. And they're like, hey, we're working on it. It's coming. <laughs> It'll be and here. that was it. I think I actually saw um, an article on, on Reddit about, like, this post. Or, you know, the post when they, like, kind of teased it a little bit. Um, and people were talking about that it was going to be a, a while. Like, a very long yeah. time. Um, one game that I'm excited for that this is kind of like the, you know cookie cutter answer everybody seems to be excited for this game and i'd like to get your opinion on it uh cyberpunk you know 2077 2077 however you want to say it i've heard it said both ways um yeah very excited for it. we've had how many delays at this point uh, i think two or three delays so far it was supposed I to be out in four now. is it four now wasn't it supposed to be out in march or april of this year 2020 obviously and and I we kept getting the delays it was late last year jeez then i came into the hype of this game, I guess a little late. Cause I was ready for it yeah. when it was either March or April. Um, <clears throat> but some news coming out of, you know, uh, CD project reds, you know, development team and everything like that, where these delays were supposed to avoid any mandatory crunch time, any work time, I guess. Um, but turns out as of last week, I can't remember what day they announced it. I believe it was sometime early last week. Uh, they announced that, there is going to be a mandatory crunch for their dev team, uh, for all the developers who, according to an article that I was reading, um, have already been working overtime for the last few months, if not up to a year already, uh, and that was without a mandatory crunch. Now they're getting a mandatory six days, at least a week crunch. Yeah, uh, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> it is unfortunate. What do you think like about that? What do you think about like saying, hey, we're not going to do it. This is the reason we've implemented these delays. Um, does it make you have, I don't know if less faith is the, the right word, but less faith in, you know, CD Projekt Red and their ability to 
to like meet their goals or set goals, basically not even meet goals to set their goals properly to obtain them. Cause yeah. clearly they've missed this one by a long shot. Yeah. Obviously we don't, we don't know what they're going through because we have no clue what it's like making play <laughs> games like that. Very true. But I, I kind of get where they come from where they've delayed it so much mm -hmm. that I guess they're just trying to get it out there finally. Yeah. So that's why we also get the the content drop in the campaign. Yeah. So I, I get it, but it's just super unfortunate that they have to go through that. I heard one of the reasons behind this this delays, well, the delays and now the mandatory crunch is because from what I was reading, and none of these were confirmed sources, so I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but the game was done. It was ready to go, and then they decided to start working on it now for the next-gen console. So it's ready for PS5, ready for Xbox, okay. you know, Series X, like, at release. So I heard that is why, again, I have this is literally just articles I've been reading, right? So that doesn't mean that this is either true or not. It could be completely false. I have no idea. But I heard that's the reason for the mandatory crunch now is now they're focusing on, I guess, the port. Would it be a port to the new consoles? Yeah. So I, I think they're working on that. And I don't know how you consider it. I don't know if that's considered a port necessarily, but that's what they're working on is getting it available for all of our current gen consoles, next gen consoles, and PC. So, yeah. not that I'm agreeing with the mandatory crunch. Uh, you know, I think it kind of sucks, especially when they came out and said, hey, it's not happening. These delays are the reason that we're not going to have a crunch. We're, we're going to be good to go. Um, and, you know, here we are uh, <laughs> in October, and they're announcing, yeah, we need a crunch. Because the game's coming out mid-November. It's it's a month and, like, a week away. Yeah, November 12th, I believe. Yeah, so it's it's supposed to come out very, very soon. Um, so we'll see what happens with this this mandatory crunch, you know? Yeah, and crunch isn't always necessarily bad. It, it's bad for, like, the <laughs> workers, but it's not bad for, like, the game. Because I think the last report we had of a dev team getting crunched was for Borderlands 3. And that was that was a great game. Yeah. And it didn't the news didn't come out until w way later after launch. And then all the fans were like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely sucks for the dev team, like 100%. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I think that's a great example of a game and, you know, a crunch that that was implemented for mandatory is to show what a crunch can do for a game. I mean, we don't know the status yeah. of how 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 done Cyberpunk is, but if this crunch is going to make the game that much better, potentially put it into that game of the year category, which it obviously is going to be a contender right from the very first day. Time will tell when we get to play it if it's actually going to win. But, uh, you know, if this crunch is actually going to push it towards the next level, then, you know, the studio is going to say, hey, that was worth it. But on the other hand, I could see how that would be a bad thing. Like, oh, well, when we yeah. put crunches in, we win game of the year. So we're going to start implementing mandatory crunches when we get down towards the, you know, a month away from our release for every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it can be a double-edged sword. It can be a good thing because a lot of good can come out of it. Or... You know, and if good does come out of it, then on the other side, then, well, we're going to start doing that for every game now, which, exactly. which I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, that sucks for the devs. <laughs> I mean, hopefully if that starts to become the new norm, they are compensated in a way where it doesn't feel like a crunch or it's not as bad or the crunch is worth it or whatever, because yes, it's worth it to us as, as gamers, but it needs to be worth it to the people who are working on who it as well working on yeah it who are us. exactly yes it needs to be worth it to them as well yeah 
So I, I dabbled in it a little bit, but the uh, <clears throat> the news that they're reducing the campaign, I want to touch up on that a little bit. Yeah, I was hoping you would bring that up. If you weren't, I was going to ask you to bring it up because I know we <laughs> talked about this very briefly. I don't know, maybe like two weeks ago. I don't even remember when actually we discussed this, but yeah. what all did you read about that? Because I actually did not read the info on this, so I'd love to hear what you saw. So a statement from... <clears throat> Uh, I can't remember if it was officially Project CD Red or it was a dev. Okay. But it news came out that they're reducing the campaign of Bork Cyberpunk because not enough people finished Witcher 3. Oh, my God. If that is the actual truth, like, uh, that is something you don't release to the public. Like, if it was from yeah. CD Project Red or from the devs, if that's the reason that you cut your campaign – Keep that internally. Don't release that to the public. I think that looks like – I think that's a bad look for – if it's true. Because, again, we're going off rumors here, right? We're not – these yes. aren't confirmed, correct? So if it's true, I think that's a terrible, terrible look for either the dev or CD Projekt Red. Whoever released it, I think that's a bad look. The dev, if he released it, could have been just trying to get information out to people like, hey, maybe CD Projekt Red like isn't as – Great yeah. as everyone thinks, you know, like they're being petty. You guys didn't finish The Witcher 3 or not enough of you finished The Witcher 3. So we're going to cut down this campaign. Now, my question is, though, the campaign that they're cutting down. Is that all lost story or is it going to be put into side missions, quests, something in the game where you can actually access these in 100 percent the game if you wanted? Yeah, so that wasn't really specified. Okay. If the cut missions would turn back into like side missions, mm -hmm. or if they'd be released later <clears> on. <throat> so we don't really know what's going on there, unfortunately. I mean, if they're able, if again this is true, because guys, again, we're talking about yes. you know these are rumors. So if it's if they're able to cut two hours out, I think one of two things can happen. I think one. It goes into side missions if they want to put these things back. Because yep. if they if they wasted the man hours coding these, you know, designing the levels, doing all these, doing the missions and everything, there's no reason they're going to cut them out. Or two, it's going to be DLC, and that's kind of. I can't remember if they said they're doing DLC, so I don't they remember. Might. I I thought yeah. I read somewhere that they're they're not doing DLCs, but they're doing seasons or something. They're doing one or the other. I can't remember what I saw, um, but if it is DLCs, because I know. They had them for Witcher 3, did they not? They had, like, the yeah, Wild Hunt and all the... Like, they had... Yeah. Yeah, they had DLC. So, we know, you know, CD Projekt Red is, is willing to do DLCs. I don't know if they're doing them for Cyberpunk or not. I, I, I don't remember. But if they take these and put them in as DLCs, that would kind of be shitty. I hope it's side missions, if they even did cut anything. Yeah. You know, I hope we... You, you pay for the original game, you get everything that was originally intended um, for the game. Yeah... Uh, I don't know how long it the campaign actually is because the Witcher 3 campaign was 25 hours to 50 hours. Wow. So <laughs> who knows how long the actual campaign is and how much they cut. Yeah. If it's all true. Yeah. So hopefully it's still a good, solid campaign and nothing – there's like no plot holes. Or yeah, I, I, I hope not. I mean – I've played The Witcher 3. I have not beat The Witcher 3. Um, I know that's yeah. kind of like Skyrim, I guess. I really didn't play much of Skyrim. But, um, yeah, similar. Yeah. So it's I played The Witcher similar. 3, and from what I played, it it was a solid game. The storyline seemed great. Uh, Love the show The Witcher on Netflix. I know that's not really, you I, know. I could never get into you it. You didn't get into much. it? Uh, too much confusion for me. 
it was very confusing at first because, and this is way off topic, but they like don't talk about different storylines. Like it's all throughout the same episode. You could have like six storylines going on at once and like some are in the future, some are in the past, some are in the present. And it like doesn't actually work itself out until like the last like two episodes. So you're just confused basically the whole season. Um, yeah. But Henry Cavall is, you know, amazing. Anyway, our next topic, this is a big one for you. Oh, Cold War Zombies yeah, Reveal. I know you were, I mean, you are like the zombies master. You were almost the first one worldwide to do the Easter egg in, in Black Ops 4, correct? Yeah. Weren't you like submitting five. like stuff to some famous Twitter or something? Well, yeah, I was, I'm a big part of the Easter egg community. Okay. Well, not a big part, but like I go deep in it. Okay. So I know a lot of stuff. And I found just like a little Easter egg because uh, we used to call uh, Treyarch Trollark. Okay. They used to just do a lot of like stupid funny stuff, and they put they put Trollark in uh, mm. in Black Ops Four, and I found that nice. So that that was pretty big for me. That is pretty then, big. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, for one of the maps, I was almost world first in completing it. Mm. Easter egg. And how come you didn't complete it? What happened? So, if not a lot of people know, at the beginning of Black Ops 4, um, consoles had a very big crash problem. Mm -hmm. I remember this, actually. For the classified Easter egg, you had to go to round 125, I believe. Okay. And I got to, like, 170. 170? No, one one oh seven. Oh, one oh seven. Okay. And my PS4 crashed. Oof. I was so. That upset. had to be four hours. I mean, five hours. Probably even longer than that. Almost seven hours. Oh my lord! Seven hours in one session to complete the the Easter egg worldwide, first one, and then your PS4 crashes. Yep. You had to be upset. <laughs> like there, I mean, I probably would have had a few choice words when my PS4 crashed. Uh, the question is, did you pick it up and go right back into it? Maybe not necessarily right then, but like the next day, were you like, all right, I'm going back into it. Or were you kind of like, I need a break. That was seven hours and it crashed. It can happen again. Like that's a long time for, to get nothing. Yeah. As soon as it crashed, I just told my dad, Hey, I'm out of it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> was this late night? Like, was it like four in the morning for oh, you? Or? Yeah, it was like. It was at like 12 a.m. when it crashed. I was like, so yeah, you, uh, I've done enough. Yeah. I can't that, do anymore. That's rough. Well, so that's why I said this is a big one for you. Just kind of giving the, the listeners and the viewers an understanding of, you know, your how background in zombies and yeah, how, how deep in you are. And I mean, you play Black Ops 3 zombies. Like you've been doing, from what I've seen, like you're into all of the Easter eggs. So, yep. Since Black Ops 1. <laughs> so let's talk about. The Cold War Zombies reveal. I know you were super hyped yes. for it. Um, and I feel like Very after nice. the reveal, you weren't as hyped for it anymore. So kind of yeah. walk me through what, what, why are you not as hyped anymore? What are your thoughts on the game currently right now? So they showed a, tr a teaser at when, the, when they did the multiplayer reveal, right? Yeah. Or was it the game reveal? I thought it was the multiplayer reveal because then it was after... You might be right. Oh, wait, yeah, game no, reveal. the game reveal, because then they announced the multiplayer reveal. You're right, you're right. That. 
It was like you talking about that little quick snippet, like at the very end, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I was super pumped when I saw it. It looked like it was going to be more horror based. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it just all came tumbling down kind of <laughs> at the reveal for it. Because I had like high expectations. And then they show us like it's more catering to the to the like noobs like people are that just started playing a video game it's yeah. them no so, I, I i agree uh, i'm definitely not as hardcore into like the zombie community as you are i've loved the zombie you know black ops 3 is the only Treyarch game that i didn't own um mm -hmm. i believe it's the only Treyarch game i didn't own so i've had like the zombies on all the other ones you know black ops black ops 2 um did did they make did world, at war? world at war i did yeah they, they did world at war as well originated yes so like i've been playing it since then the only one i haven't is black ops 3 so i don't know anything from there but mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say I'm as like as a big of a zombie player as you are, but I was also interested in this game mode. Right now, it's kind of the only thing that is interesting me at all in Cold War. Uh, I don't mean to get yeah, too same. off topic, but I don't think Cold War looks good at all. I played the alpha. The alpha wasn't great. I know it's an alpha. Things can change. I hope things change. But as of right now, like today's state, it doesn't look that I great to the me. the is this weekend. It's coming at e the 9th, I think. Yeah, is that this weekend? I yeah, believe. I don't know if that's open beta, though. I think it's, it's closed. I think it's closed, but honestly, I and mean, I think PS4. What does PS4 get it? They get it a week yeah, early. PS4 do they get, get it, it first? Do they get it now, or do they get theirs on the ninth? Doesn't matter. Yeah, what I have to I have to look it up. Doesn't matter. We're here to talk about the zombies portion of Cold War right now, um, yep. and I have to agree with you 100. percent It seems like they're making zombies easier, or they're pandering to like the the noobish people who haven't played zombies before or haven't really or aren't very good at video games like yeah. um one of the, the the biggest concerns for me and this might sound stupid to a lot of people uh but one of the biggest concerns for me was the ability to bring your loadout into the zombies rounds opposed to you starting with a pistol and then buying guns off the wall and doing all that kind of stuff and i know they said they can you can still buy weapons off the wall if you want but why you you <laughs> typically you typically get enough max ammos throughout you know, or, you know, the rounds or whatever, but say you run out of yeah. something and you, you need to buy something. Okay. I can see maybe you, okay. You buy something off the wall, but now that if you bring in your loadout guns in, it kind of just eliminates the reason for the box. I mean, yeah, you might want to get a ray gun or something, but if you're going to bring in your own, you know, RPK or whatever with 200 round mag and 300 extra yeah. rounds, it like you don't need to go get that. Now you can just pack a punch that weapon and you don't need to buy any. You don't have to worry about hitting the box anymore, which is like a huge. Well, yeah. To play, to play uh, devil's advocate. Please. They have announced that there are weapon rarities. Oh yeah. Meaning. Meaning that I believe <clears throat> there's going to be the same weapon. So like an AK. Okay. And then you're going to have gray, blue, green, and maybe orange, almost like how uh, Fortnite has theirs. Yeah. Warzone does the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that. We didn't get much information on it. So we did see in the trailer like wall buys that were like green and blue. I do remember that. I do actually. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because you got to assume. So at least in Warzone and and Fortnite, typically those weapon different colors, right? The rarities. Um, at least in Warzone, because I don't really play a ton of Fortnite. At least in Warzone, it is. 
just based on how many attachments are on the weapon, right? Like if it's a gray, it's just it's stock. There's nothing on it. If it's green, you probably got a you got a grip or you know a, a, a maybe stock whatever. Then you go up, you got blue, you got a you know like a, a sight. So I'd be curious to know what comes with the rarities in zombies. Is it just adding attachments? Is it adding potentially perks to the weapon or like how you could get like pack a punch? I doubt it. I doubt you would get like pack a punch gone off the wall. But like, what do you think they'd be adding to it? Just just attachments. Well, it's hard to tell because I mean I know we don't know a ton about it. Loadouts. But you, exactly, you have loadouts, so so it's like, what is that weapon that I bring in? Is it what if it's like the meta gun? Like this is the best gun. Yeah. Is it just gonna destroy like the highest tier AK, RPK? Like how are they gonna counteract that? I don't know. And I, I think we need. Do we know if they're gonna? I doubt it. Are there, is there going to be much more information released on this? Or since the game's coming out in a, a month and a week, like, are we just kind of, hey, you guys oh, get God. it and you just play it? Like, I feel like that's where I we're at now. It. Yeah, I feel like that's where we are. Um, so that's, that's one concern I have for um, the Zombies game. I will say that I know you said you thought it was going to look more horror, like horror style and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, I personally like the aesthetic of what we saw in the trailer. Um, I know it not necessarily is like super like horror that you were looking for, but I thought it yeah. still looked like your, your typical Treyarch zombie game, which like that might be a bad thing to people. Oh, it just looks like the typical one. But like, I like that they're kind of sticking to that, but then they go off on their whole loadouts and all this crap. And it's like, okay, now they're just, they, <laughs> they stuck to it kind of, but then they just veered so far off to the right yeah, they where it's like, arc. yeah. So the loadouts thing, I didn't really, really like, um, the kill streaks. Kill yeah, kill streaks. I don't I don't know if I like that. Again, more pandering to the the noob community, I guess. People who can't handle the high rounds. Quick question. When you were on round 107, that was just you. Yes. Right? Yeah, that was all me. So right. Well. And you didn't have any kill streaks or anything. You were running to round 107 by yourself. And now we're going to have people who are going to get their kill streaks and, and 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 die on the 30th round. You know, I don't and know. We war machine. Yeah. And we don't know exactly how the kill streaks work just yet, right? Like they said yeah. that they're going to be in there, but do you buy them? Do you get them from the box? Like do you get them off of like where do you get them? Yeah, and I was talking to a friend of ours. What if I get a chopper gunner? Am I going to be the person shooting down? If so, what's going to happen to my character on the ground? Very true. They have to limit what kind of kill streaks then, or is it just going to be like a VTOL and it just does it for you? It has Maybe. to be. Well, in the trailer, we see a chopper gunner shooting down on zombies. I don't know how you're going to do that because what if you get over? Okay, so say your player is going to be overwhelmed by zombies, you can't just shoot yourself. You'll kill yourself, right? <laughs> like, yeah. so do you just end the round there because you were about to get eaten by zombies, so you just shot it? Like, it's pretty dumb. And I don't understand the reasoning behind why they're putting killstreaks in, besides the fact that they just want to pander to, you know, players who aren't able to go the high rounds by themselves, 107 on their own. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll yeah. know more whenever we whenever we actually get to play it. Um, like I said, I don't know if they're actually going to show us anymore. But yeah, I don't I don't think so. Maybe like a screenshot here and there on their Twitter, but no like trailers or anything. Mm -hmm. Another concern I had. Okay was the only map they only showed us one map okay which is making me think we're getting one map on release <clears throat> now what did black ops 4 have didn't they only have one map on release i know more maps 
came. Black Ops 4 had four maps on release. Really? Four maps. They had the Titanic map, 9, which is the arena one, mm -hmm. Blood of the Dead, and 5s, Classified. Okay. The one that I almost yes. got the Easter egg on. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that they did four on the on the launch, and they're only giving us one. We don't know if we're getting only one. So, but that's the only thing that we've seen. So, what do you think about that? Is there? I mean, as a zombies expert, I'm gonna say you're an expert. You are the expert in this situation. Um, as an expert, what are your thoughts behind that? Because. They just haven't showed us the other ones, or has there been more detail that went into this one and more things to do, more Easter eggs to find, or what could be the reasoning behind? Okay, their their predecessor, the the you know Black Ops Four, had four maps, and now this one only has one. It's interesting because they also talked about how we're going to be getting maps for free, new maps. Okay, and I think they said it's going to be via season, so we don't know how many maps we're actually going to get. So they might just have them done, but they're just adding more, and they're going to save it for the next season. Okay. Because we don't know how many seasons are going to be in this. We don't. And I believe Modern Warfare has six. We're on six right now, and I believe six has to be the last. I don't know if there's news for a seventh, um, but I would kind of maybe assume there would be because not everybody's going to switch to Cold War, um, but then it's yeah. going to be difficult. We still don't have enough info on how – just complete side note, how oh, yeah. <laughs> Cold War and, and Modern Warfare are going to merge into one war zone that's all going to play together. Um, it's clearly going to be running on Modern Warfare's engine, right? Because that's what Warzone mm -hmm. is built on. So you're just going to bring in the uh, all the visual the things, all the weapons. But even the weapons themselves, at least based on the alpha that I played for Cold War, fire differently. They sound differently. They look differently There's than, than Modern Warfare ones. There's an MP5 in Cold War. Yep. There's an MP5 in, in Warzone. You have two AK in Modern Warfare. So what are you going to do? <laughs> like it's, I, And I don't think they've released any info on it because I don't know if they know what they're going to do. Yeah. It, it's like, like I really don't know. So much little information that we're just left like, how? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where? Uh, Why? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I know we're kind of getting a little off topic. I have one last thing that I wanted to say about zombies before we move on to our, our last topic of the day. I do as and well. And that is the extraction, the exfil Ooh. for zombies. Cool. I don't understand why you are adding the ability to be extracted from the map. And in the video, they say if the pressure's getting to you or too much or whatever, call an exfil and you and your team can leave. What's the point of leaving or just dying? It's not like if I leave, I can then just drop back in, and I hope this isn't the way, that I can just drop back into where I picked up off at in round 100. If that's the way, I mean, that'd be cool for you who lost it at 107 if you could exfil, you know, and took a break. Great. That would be great. But, you know, I don't want that to be an implemented thing either. Like, it, it, the round is what it is. You die, you die. You leave, you so leave. Like, what is the reasoning behind it? They said that... Once you call an exfil, yeah, the zombie spawns are going to be turned up to eleven. Okay. So for me, that sounded really fun because it's like more of a challenge. That is definitely they, challenging. Yes, and they said that if you do successfully exfil, you'll get more rewards. 
Okay. So we don't know what that means. If it's just gonna be like XP for the battle pass. Okay. Or if we're actually gonna get things for doing things on the map. Okay. I I don't mind that. I, I'm still iffy on the Xfills. I I from the the very little I've heard about it, I don't like it. But from what you just said, they they crank it up to eleven, and you know you get extra rewards. Is it XP? Whatever it is. I like the idea behind that. It is more more challenging. Um, so I guess we'll see. I think it's an interesting. Yeah. I think it's an interesting concept, but I I need to like see it in action to know if I really like it or hate it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel about the whole <clears throat> thing of zombies. Like yeah, everything looks iffy. Yes, but I can only tell how I feel about it once I'm in there playing. Agreed. Uh, let's move on to our final topic of the day. Um, yep. The 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 newest you know info coming out with all the new consoles and everything. Some game publishers are now making their games $70, $69.99 for the standard edition, opposed to the $59.99 price tag. Um, do you think that is going to transfer from the console world to the PC world? It's hard to say, because right now we haven't heard or seen anybody do it. Mm -hmm. It's only been on next-gen consoles. <clears throat> but... It'll probably come. I don't know if it'll be for everybody, or, but it's definitely going to be NBA, FIFA, yeah. Madden. So, I, I think you're right. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to come eventually. And I don't like that it's going to happen. I mean, it's just going to have to be the reality of what's going to happen. And not because I don't want to spend an extra $10. But So, the reasoning that I've been seeing currently online is that the reason the games have are, are going from 59.99 to 69.99 is one they love the number 69 no one reason is they said that um games are becoming more and more expensive to develop they're 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 a lot bigger now they're more blockbuster like like a movie than they are just a game at this point i mean some some look at death stranding they brought on cool. um cool. Why his name's Daryl Dixon on The Walking Dead? Uh, Why am I Norman, Norman Reedus? They brought on Norman Reedus, and they had I think the 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 enemy was um wasn't he also uh, a famous guy? I can't remember his name now. Um, there's a lot of enemies. But again, well I know, but like the main guy, like the 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 main antagonist or whatever, he was like, damn, I can't remember Troy his Baker. name. Sure, don't remember. We'll go with him. But <laughs> um. So you have games that are now bringing in legitimate movie stars and like actors on TV to play roles, right? I mean, we've seen Call of Duty's have done them in the past, right? We've had a few like that. But so with that being said, I understand kind of why the games are going to be coming more expensive because I I had to look this number up. Games have been 59.99 for the last 15 years with the introduction of Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 is when they went from 49 59 so we've had that $60 price point for a very long time so it everybody's just everybody's used to it everyone's used to it but it makes sense that with with inflation and with things happening like it makes sense that it would eventually go up i do agree that games are becoming more expensive to develop but like i feel like on pc they've been more more in depth i mean you have so many more options on a pc version than a console version of a game you can adjust uh, tons of more graphical settings right your your field yep. of view you can turn on motion blur motion blur off. like you can change literally everything you can do modding on your your pc games um 
So to say that, oh, well, we need to raise it on PC as well because they're, you know, I just don't know if it's the same argument. I don't know if it's this. You can't just blanket that statement to everything, in my opinion. Did you hear Activision's reasoning on why Cold War is going to be $70? Mm -mm. So Activision Enlighten me. Out... <laughs> oh, you're going to be lightened, bud. <clears throat> they said we need more. It costs more to uncap the FPS from 60 to 120. And it costs more for X to do the X-ray. Are you serious? It costs more to uncap the FPS? Yeah. Isn't that just... I'm not That's a game dev. Console. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can't do it, but it's too strong. We got to pay more. That's interesting. I mean, and PC's been doing this forever. I was gonna say that that's the, and that's the thing with the argument. I, I, I get it, but at the same time, I don't get it because it can't transfer. That same argument can't transfer to well, this is why we made PC games more because they've been doing that legitimately forever. You can play Counter Strike Global Offensive, a game that came out in 2013, and you can uncap the FPS with a simple command. I mean, you can do this on literally any game on PC, yeah. but you can you can uncap the FPS with a simple command in the terminal, and you're done. And there's no difference. And that's a free-to-play game now. It is a free-to-play game now. It's, it's not seventy dollars. That is a very good point. In and they're still coming out with updates. Oh, my power just went out. Did it? How are you still here? I got no clue. This is interesting. Well, we Zoo is here. <laughs> I know you guys can hear him. Um, somehow still here. His power went out. Uh, that kind of was our last topic. Do you have anything, Mister? Uh, you just turned your flashlight on. Yeah. I like it. Do you have anything else you want to add, Zoo? I know this was our last topic that we wanted to discuss. Yeah, so, um, what topic were we on? <laughs> the, 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 the $70, the, the $70 price point, uh, for, for new games. Yes. Yes. So it shouldn't be for everybody because the first report that we got about this was from, NBA 2K21, mm -hmm. which is just going to be seventy dollars. Slap in the face because that game hasn't changed from what I've seen. Just like every other sports game, for the last I don't know five years, it's just a copy and paste with new numbers and. Mad Madden hasn't changed in five years. What are if there? You watch the Super Bowl event. It's the same animations, the same uh, <sighs> same oh shots, God. everything, and there's still some uh, logos that still say 2K20 or. Madden 2020. Madden 20. I was going to say, in I, 2021. In 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to go ahead and charge, these sports games want to charge more money for literally a, a copy and paste. Um, yep. Yeah. That's, those games no right. should get a, a $10 decrease in, in price. And then on top of that, they have all those microtransactions that make them even millions and millions more I mean, look every at, year. Look at what Activision made on Call of Duty in the first quarter. We talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. $800 million. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's ridiculous that the games are going to start going up. I said, you know, I kind of agree with it, right? Because games, really big games, right? Like Death Stranding, Cyberpunk, games like this, they are really pushing the limits of game development. NBA 2K21 is not pushing the limits of game development. Yeah, Madden is not pushing Death the limits. Stranding. Yeah. Because that was Kojima's first game from being out off of uh, Konami. Mm -hmm. 
So he started <clears throat> brand new, no money, and just built this whole game that's got so many stars. Yep. Didn't he, did it win Game of the Year? It did not. It did not, I was, no. I know that that's a game that oh I gotta save that for favorite games. Yeah, that, save that one. Yes, because I know you love very that game. Controversial. Yep. Um. All right. Well, anything else to add for the the new price tag for some video games? I don't think so. No. I think I'm all good. Okay. Well, I don't know how you're still on this call. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you lost power to everything but your computer and internet, I guess. Thankfully. I don't know. Yeah, thankfully. That would have been weird if you just dropped midway. <laughs> um, but that's going to do it, guys, for our very first uh, – I don't. I, I hate calling it our first episode because, like, it's not our first episode, but first it's our first return. one. First return. That is a good one. Our, our first return of uh, the Wild Talk. I, I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. We are going to try to continue to do this uh, every week. We're going to try, you know, potentially every Monday. Uh, we're kind of working on which days work best, but we will be back sometime next week with more topics, uh, typically right around this length. We're at 57 minutes right now. I wanted to keep it to around like 45 minutes, but we talked for a pretty long time there, right? Almost an hour. Um, it was enjoyable. It was, en- enjoyed it. it was enjoyable. Yes, I, I, I do hope that everyone else enjoyed it. Uh, I will be switching over to actual games right now probably gonna play call of duty uh you know my, my favorite game um probably gonna play warzone so if you guys just want to stick around and chat i'm gonna kind of shut this thing all down and then come back i think i have to end the stream just because i need to take just this specific file to upload this file to anchor I don't want to upload all of my gameplay after this to anchor which will then put our podcast onto everywhere else so i will have to end the stream for anybody that's in the chat but it will be coming up literally five seconds after like i just gotta let it end and then i'll reboot and we'll be right back so guys give me like two minutes we'll be signing off here and then we'll be back on zootube i do want to thank you for uh for making this show a successful show and you know bringing up so many great uh topic points tonight thank you pleasure's all mine yeah all right guys well like I said, we will see you guys sometime next week. We'll tweet it out. Uh, make sure if you don't, follow me at TV on Twitter and also ZooTube94 on Twitter. We will be giving the updates of when we're going live with our next episode of WoW Talk. Everybody, see you next week. And again, for those who want to stick around and watch me play Call of Duty, I will be going live literally right after I end this. So give me like two minutes and we'll be good to go. All right, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.